Hey, everybody. We've missed seeing you guys the past couple weeks, and we wanted to jump on and say hi and share a few thoughts. And these guys, we grabbed them from a street <laughs> over, even though we're semi-social distancing these days. Um, Similar. I'm, well, I'm saying that because no, you I have know. continued to be at work, right? It's true. Okay. Working man, you so, gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, um, anyway, we have missed seeing you guys. We hated we didn't get together last week, but lots of reasons why that didn't happen. But we just wanted to share a conversation with you about these crazy days we're living in. Crazy, but good, exciting days. So, anyway. Yeah, so... Uh, I had a thought going into a message today and, and kind of, you know, this actually is our Sabbath Sunday. we got stuff falling from the trees, so I might <laughs> pick it off the table here while we're sitting outside. So, But um, the thought was, uh, and Susan and I were discussing this a couple weeks ago, or a couple days ago, and um, out of, in, it was in Luke, the fourth chapter, starting with verses uh, 25, 26, 27, and and it's, it's reminiscent of what the time we're kind of facing right now, uh, because I, I brought up Susan before I get to Luke. Let me let me tell this. But, you know, you go to the book of uh, Genesis and you see in Genesis, you know, you have creation, you have the fall, you have, um, you know, Cain and Abel and murder. You have all this going on. And before the end of the book of Genesis, which seems to be the beginning of the Bible, you have two famines that take place in the land. And um, and we're not even, you know, thousands of years till Jesus's time. And then we're 2000 years from that. And so um, stuff happens, you know, <laughs> and it's it's a part of life. And um, and so life goes on. Everything continues to go. And so it reminded me of the story of when Jesus is teaching and, and they're really going on about Jesus and they're praising him in the fourth chapter of Luke. And they're like, man, he's great. How wonderful he is. And then he goes into the story and he tells them, you know, uh, in, in Luke 4:25, And it says, there were many widows in Elijah's time. But only the widow at Zarephath was the one that he was sent to to provide for her. And to help them, they were in a three and a half year famine. Wow. Talk about a down economy. <laughs> um, and yet, and Jesus says that, and he goes, there were tons of widows in my day, or in that day for Elijah. And um, and then he goes on to say, and he goes, and then, and that's in verse 25 and 26, and then in verse 27, it says, and then for Elisha, so you have Elijah and then his predecessor, or his, uh, his uh, uh, apprentice, Elisha, follows him. And he says, there were tons of lepers, but only Naaman was the one that went to the Jordan River and dipped himself and was healed. And so, and, the, and then the scripture says, and, the, and the, the synagogue got enraged. Religious people tend to get enraged when you trounce on their religious ideas. Um, of God's going to just take care of everything. And it's like, you know, really? People, famines have come, downturns have come, diseases have come, viruses have come, sicknesses have come. All this stuff happens ongoingly, cyclical in society and in life. And yet God continues to work 
and 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 I, and I took from that what he was saying. And so what it says that they got enraged and they pushed him out to the edge of the hill where they stone people and they're going to kill him. And then Jesus just kind of walked through the midst of them and walked off. And then goes to Capernaum and starts doing other stuff. And so uh, I, I find it so funny at times, not funny, but sad and funny in the sense of everyone. Well, it's, you know, they, they either get overly anxious and the Bible says, be anxious for nothing when tough things like this come upon us. Um, we're, supposed, we're not supposed to be anxious. A- anxiety is just uh, the anticipatory fear acting out of what you dread is going to happen. That's all anxiety is. It's like, oh, I think this is going to happen, so I'm going to be anxious about it. It's like, you, you don't even know if that's going to happen. That's And so God says, don't be anxious. Don't be anxious for anything. No, don't play fear out. Don't play, you know, if you, if you think I'm going to fail, anxiety is that happening before you ever fail and, you know, and try. Can I, can I add in there? You can jump well, in. Because I don't want somebody listening thinking, well, I can't help it. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to, those thoughts are going to pop in you your have head. To fight That's it. not yes. No doubt. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with you if you're like, I feel overwhelmed by fear yeah. and anxiousness at this moment. I think as humans, that's, that's we, always we going to be right I there. Yeah. Everybody senses that coming mm-hmm. upon them, but that's why it says, but don't do it. Yeah. Don't respond to it. It's not the, the point of you don't see the yeah. fear. You don't see the virus. You don't see the downturn. You don't see the economic. You don't see everything shut down. I was driving around uh, in the evening last night and just amazed at how many restaurants are just completely closed. Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything out of them. I'm like, man, how can you survive for yeah. two weeks? Like that, knowing what the restaurant business can be. So all that's you real. bringing those that you both brought that up, and I just thought too about the um, we sang it before the hill song "Take Heart," mm. like but the the verse the verse and chorus and bridge like just all about I forget what scripture is like John something, but it's, take heart, let his love lead us through the night, yeah. and just like you know talking about when oceans rise, mountains fall, he never fails. Yeah. I think like it's literally like that song we're living in kind of well and and, and, yeah, and so yeah. even when people say well we're living in unprecedented times this is there's nothing unprecedented about this yeah there's nothing surprising it's just unprecedented about this. for our time correct us, right we for us well what well, well, we have we've gone through i mean you know I, i'm old enough and other people watching us here are old enough when people were lined up down the streets to buy gasoline in the 70s i remember that and and you know when interest rates were 10, 15 and above percent because of the economy and all. I remember all that as a kid, you know, and, and different ebbs and flows of all that stuff. When, you know, the dot-com bubble burst and companies just disappeared. It all happens, stuff happens. I heard someone say today, none of this is new to God. It's yeah. just yeah. new to us. Yeah. yeah. But he knows he's been through all of these things through the years, the thousands of years but it's just so new to us that we don't have any control of it, but God has control over yeah, it. And it's not new to him. Yeah. surprised by this happening, yeah. Yeah, well, you think about this, uh, during the last economic downturn in 2008, nine, uh, Airbnb was created. That's now a multi, multi, multi billion, if not maybe even close to, well, I guess not trillion, but hundreds of billion dollar valued company. Because a couple of guys rented out a blow-up mattress in their living room because it was tough times and nobody could afford to get a hotel room in San Francisco. And so that's how they started it. And 
boom, you have a whole new industry. So all of this just actually brings new opportunities for us yeah. and God can lead us through all that stuff. So, but you know, specifically speaking about the virus and all that, plagues have happened, things have come and gone. Um, let's not be fearful, let's not be afraid, let's not be mad and let's trust in the Lord. The reason why in that scripture in Luke, the reason why they were mad was, but here's the deal. They think that, well, God was just going to handle it all. Well, God will handle and take care of the widow or the leper that is faithful to him. He took care of the prophet. He took care of the, that widow. He took care of the prophet. He took care of Naaman during those times because of their faithfulness. And so if we'll just be faith-filled, that's what faithfulness is, faith-filled, uh, full of faith, not full of anxiousness, not full of fear, not full of everything else. You Trusting him. Trusting yeah. him. You push that stuff aside. It's there. Mm-hmm. We all, I can, I can, I can go wallowing it all mm-hmm. I want well, right now on a heartbeat. Take your thoughts captive yeah. as they happen. Yeah. So that, that, that was the thought, you know, I had towards that of just for everybody, just, Hey, just trust, you know, God, what do you have for me? Mm-hmm. Let, let's, let's look ahead of like, it, there, this isn't a fault. This isn't a blame. Mm-hmm. This isn't anything except Okay, God, what's next? And really, yeah. that's how we should always be right. living. Yeah. I'm like, okay, God, what's next for me this day and this week and this month and mm-hmm. this season? And uh, and just trust in the Lord and and not get so stuck, um, you know, in our in our routines and yeah. our religious ideas and all that kind of stuff. Of like, I'm trusting God in the middle of everything. I mean, I've had moments that. Tell them like when I go to the grocery store is probably the biggest panic I feel sometimes just because it's just kind of kind of weird when you see so many shelves empty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for a few minutes I'll be kind of like, whoa, this feels weird. But overall, I mean, from the beginning, it's like there's almost this underlying peace and excitement that I can see, and I see it. Maybe that's why too that I feel that way. I I think on the other side of this, there's so much good, and we're going to be so much better. Yeah. If we choose to be, you know what I'm saying? If we choose to, like you were saying, I mean, like, right. God, what are you doing? And we choose this time to grow and take advantage of it and look for the good. Yeah. I feel like it already, you know what I'm saying? Because when stuff's stripped down, you realize how much time we waste on stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's these kind of times where you're like, you're like, those things I spend so much time doing or, you know, or going, even places we do go. I mean, it's like, it doesn't really matter. That's not the important thing at the end of the day and so it kind of well you know i thought about this and just this is a challenge to everybody is if if you're stuck at home you know and your 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 business and company or whatever is not allowing you to work what an opportunity to create something you've always wanted to create or do something you've always wanted to do um I just prom- learn about something yeah, that you it. wanted to take time to learn. Take a things course. You never have you, time. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. online, you know, learning everywhere, and and not you know the junk that's out there, or the you know we get enough news, but um, you know, I, Michael and I have joked a couple. Hey, you want to come over and watch the game? And we, you know, we, <laughs> we crack around because it's like I would spend so much time watching that next game mm-hmm. of like, but yeah, we're not or you know with Netflix today. There's probably enough series and movies that you can stop Netflixing already and and create something new, um, develop something, you know, write a book instead of reading a book, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, if that's what you've dreamed of doing or creating art or whatever it is, or creating a new business for yourself or whatever, whatever there's opportunities in front of you um, and, and for everyone and utilizing this season that I can't sit down in front of the TV and watch the next basketball game. I'm, I want to, I want to watch March Madness. I want, you know, <laughs> I want to do all that stuff, but now I can just focus in on time of doing other stuff mm -hmm. and, and developing <clears throat> the things that are in me and allowing that to come out. You're, you, I've got a saying written on the wall, something I've read a while back and it says, you know, your future is not uh, ahead of you. Your future is trapped inside of you. And it's up to us to bring that future out in our lives. And God, what is that? It's, it's already been birthed inside of you since you were born, since you were in your mom's womb. It's been in you. It's not out there somewhere. It's not because the government says this or your job says this or your that. It's inside of you and you have to allow it to flow out of you. So live the future that God placed in you in eternity past and it's waiting to come out of you and you just have to let it release it and trust God that that's what it is. So you guys want to add anything yeah. or share? Yeah, anything just else? going off of that, making your focus not on what is going to happen after this, but what's going to happen during mm -hmm. this yeah. and what's the next right thing. Just like every moment, every day, just focusing on that day, what you can do that day rather than what am I going to be after this or what is my business going to be after this yeah. or what am I going to do? What can you do through this process? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. And make a, make a plan, you know, and whether that even becomes a reality that's perfectly drawn out, just have a plan for everything, you know, this, bad and worst case scenarios of everything of like okay you know and just follow that plan of what that is but you strategy. might not have a plan <laughs> you might not even think of what a plan could be at this point and when you were saying that erica i think it it reminds i think it's all about trust of like you said i mean this what did, wasn't a surprise to god and if we are believers and trust in him then we have to trust that he has a plan we're here in this moment not by accident so even if we can't see, okay, what's the plan for later of trusting him that he's going to reveal that to us. And I mean, the Bible tells us his, he's got a future and a hope for us and it's good yeah. and trusting that and working towards that end instead of like, I can't, because it's easy. Like, I mean, that's what he's saying. Take it a day at a time. Because if you do look out, it's like, nobody knows. Nobody on the news can tell you what's going to happen. And it can look scary. Yeah. No, but, I have a couple coworkers. Um, they haven't come into work because they are like, they're being precautious, which yeah. I'm totally sure. for, like you shouldn't be foolish and stuff, but they are like super scared of, I mean, obviously they don't, they're not Christians or anything, but just super scared of what they're seeing in the news, their families, they're just like totally like in fear. Um, and I had a talk with another customer who I've seen uh, a lot. He's just a very quiet guy. And he came in today and he started yelling because there was a cop there waiting for his coffee. He started yelling at the cops saying, this is all your fault. All this is happening. Like you're what? shutting all these businesses down. And so I know I'm like, hey, Robert. It's like, hey man, like it's not his fault. Well, it's not the cop's fault. Like the cop's, yeah. like, the cop's like- He's just following what's- Exactly, but down. this guy was just like in such fear. His friends have lost jobs and stuff. And so I was just trying to console him like, hey, what if we can like now come together yeah. as a community and like yeah. help each other out and stuff. Yeah. And so it was really good. Like, hey, I'm sorry and blah, blah, blah and all that, but like, it just what a peacemaker what a, uh, you know i'm just making <laughs> yeah. coffee but no i think like it's also what a time we can work on ourselves and you know following like get deeper into god but like 
just showing like who we are as Christians yeah. to other people around us, like yeah. who are you know, in yeah. that space. So. No, and we gotta be patient with each other because everybody's dealing with different oh. circumstances. <laughs> no, I mean there are people that are having to work from home that it's not convenient. There's some yeah. people that have lost their job. Yeah. Some people that don't know what's gonna happen to their job, business owners. I mean, there's lots of stuff going on. And I know I'm this way, and I saw somebody post something about this about being patient with people because when we are fearful and this is me you know what I'm saying when we're fearful then I get angry and I'm aggravated and I'm mad I mean, you know what I'm saying I, that comes out in different well, ways so just like the guy in the coffee shop mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying we have to be patient with each other yeah. instead of just being like you're a jerk exactly. no he's yeah. scared yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well and, and we also make bad decisions when we're anxious and, and stuff so. like eating pot tarts <laughs> yeah somebody brought home bad decision <laughs> yeah it's been so packed on a couple enough. pounds <laughs> that you can still start a workout routine that's every right time. oh, oh hey, thanks, yeah, right. Right. I'm gonna yeah do that's that. what i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> all right so hey listen we love y'all and uh believe in what's great is ahead for you and uh, you're going to live out the purpose and plan that God has for you. Pray in health and healing, wisdom and knowledge, power and prosperity, and the gifts and the fruits of the Spirit of God to be evident yes. and flowing in your lives. And so we're just uh, believing with you, love you, and we will see you soon.